A person, oh, falling in public, tripping in public. That's embarrassing. <laughs> a person can feel embarrassed for themselves. That is a funny move when somebody like, because I've probably done this so many times and it's just so in the moment. It's like, you don't want to do it because it makes it even more embarrassing is pretending you didn't trip. <laughs> like, why am I pretending I didn't trip? You know, that like makes it 10 times do. worse. That is oh, like, I didn't. Nope, nope, nope. I was just running. <laughs> just picked up my pace a little bit for a quick second there for no reason. <laughs> everybody. Welcome to No Small Thing, the podcast dedicated to helping you live a less certain and more curious life. I'm Scott. And I'm Mace. Welcome to episode 158, y'all. What is the topic? What is it? It is embarrassment? Question mark? Embarrassment. (laughs) Not embarrassment slash awkwardness, though awkwardness will be addressed. We're going to distinguish between the two. Yes. And if you're sensing a slight bit of maybe more peppiness, at least in me, because we're recording in the morning right now, which is not typical for us. Typically, we record in the evenings, but it's a very strange energy for me right now because it's morning with coffee, but everybody in Seattle, it is now 90 degrees, which is Very hot for Seattle. Seattle's Um, babies about the heat. And... It's going to get over 100 starting tomorrow, it looks like, which Seattleites are kind of panicking. People are panicking. I'm yeah. drinking water. We don't have air conditioning in here. <laughs> so people are like, hydrate, which I think it's fair to panic because we don't have, we're the least, we're the least air conditioned metropolitan city in the United States. Holy smokes. Yes. Did not know that information. Yes. So the least air conditioned metropolitan, metropolitan. area mm-hmm. in the United States. Everybody? That's have a I little heard. empathy and sympathy for Seattle. <laughs> feel bad for us. Bad. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it's a morning. Judge but it's us like, and feel bad. It's not like an early morning. It's not like, oh, we just woke up. It's like morning. What time is it? 1130. Well, speak for yourself. I don't know when you woke up. I woke up at 930. I woke up at 10. Okay, great. Everybody judge me. Don't judge me. I'm not embarrassed. I'll tell you that much right <laughs> I'm now. I'm not embarrassed. <laughs> so uh, that's, I'm, I'm I'm already sweating. Like I'm sweating. <laughs> we you turned know. the fan off for yeah. this. Oh, yeah. So everybody you guys also all... appreciate that we turned off the fan for this episode so there wasn't any background white noise. And Mace actually went as far as to actually pick up the fan and put it in their room. So I guess we didn't have to look at it. <laughs> no, I kept it on low in there oh. so that my room will stay cold. Oh, okay. okay <laughs> like, I if get it's it. not going like, to be out here, why are you? it should be functioning somewhere. <laughs> it's functioning somewhere. <laughs> don't hurt. Don't embarrass the fan. We don't want you hanging. I'm sweating. I'm like, I'm like, I think I need to take my socks off here. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I should take my shoes off. That, that makes a big difference. Ooh, really I can already does. tell. <laughs> Welcome to us. We're going to be hot this whole time. Oh, okay. I want to say also, as we warm up to this conversation, we're already physically warm, but now we're just warming <laughs> up to talking about embarrassment. But everybody, if you're new to the podcast, meaning the last three episodes were all fairly similar in that they were we were sort of talking about queerness and spirituality spirituality yeah and the church justice and just kind young of life the intersection of kind of queerness and faith in many ways yeah that's better said i knew you'd find a better way to say it. here i am um and now here we do our no small thing derailment no 
<laughs> we just go, <laughs> nope. <laughs> so if you were listening and kind of plodding along and you're like, oh, this is a really cool podcast that talks about the intersection of queerness and spirituality. It's like, nope. We do that sometimes and then we go. <laughs> I mean, it's always present, Yeah, but yes. I think it's like, I don't know what kind of turn we do. It's It feels like an aggressive turn. It's almost a U-turn. <laughs> almost. This is like a... Uh, we veer away. Yeah. <laughs> we definitely I, go off that course and go somewhere entirely different. Yes, and I feel like I, I'm excited for this episode because it has been a while since it's been just Scott and I. Mm-hmm. Like recording an episode because these are all been interviews too. And as much as the interviews were amazing and they all were really good interviews, it's we're not an interview podcast, right? It's like, we do it sometimes. I'm like, well, I want to play and have our conversation. That is silly. Yeah. Yeah. So silly. <laughs> here we are. Silly yet some, silly. somehow slightly serious. Right. Well, because embarrassment is this very, I feel like it's holding the tension of like, we laugh at embarrassing moments and they're silly and whatnot. And then they're also like potentially very like shame creating what's going on. (sighs) Hello. Okay. It's me. I was just, I was just looking to see if my microphone was working for some reason. It it looked like it wasn't for a second, but well, hello, it's Scott. Hi, my microphone is working. (laughs) Um, yeah. And so no small thing. Um, (laughs) I mean, essentially what we do is take topics and try to see what types of thoughts and ideas we can generate if we just sit with an idea or a thought for a while. And I guess because of that posture, like our, our tagline obviously is less certain, more curious, uh, queerness and spirituality and all that intersectionality and all that stuff naturally comes up for us. And it naturally as spiritual people causes us to be curious about spirituality. Yep. And so I think that's that's the, that's sort of the big posture I think we would want to invite people into, not like prescribe, but mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. say, hey, it's not like Scott and Mace have some answers. Nope. Uh, and we've we've researched, we have we have researched, we do research, but like it's more of like infinite curiosity, really. And I know that sounds sort of scary to people sometimes, but um, and, and you can, but but you have the control. You can turn on and off the faucet of curiosity whenever you want. Yes. It's not like yes, endless curiosity. Back. You yeah. can dial it back if you want. Yeah. yeah. You have a little sip of curiosity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's this phrase that I, I know you've been hearing me say a lot, but I feel like it actually is really true for no small thing. And I know I've been saying it a lot myself. It's like this idea of like unfolding and this phrase of like folding, unfolding and refolding. Mm-hmm. I feel like no small thing very much is we're trying to capture that even like with the topics, like, okay, here's this topic and then it's going to unfold and then we'll refold it. And then it's going to, Oh, and here it is. And it's like kind of the cyclical process of it's always unfolding. It's always refolding. It's always folding. Things are taking shape. Things are losing their shape. They're finding it. And it's like this, this cyclical dance of coming to know and, and unknowing. And I feel like that's, that's what we're doing here. And I'm like, we'll come back to embarrassment again. You know, like all of our topics are like, none of them are, none of them are, we put a stop on it. We're like, we did it. Yeah. Embarrassment. (laughs) We've covered everything. Right. It's like, we're just going to see what unfolds. You have been saying that a lot lately and I kind of have a sense. I mean, it sounds like it makes sense on the surface, but I've never really stopped and been like, what do you mean by that? You you, you just keep saying that unfolding, unfolding, refolding, (laughs) folding. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, That sounds like a Mace idea. It sounds like a Joanna Newsom idea. It sounds like a Bjork idea. You know, it's like, yeah, I can, the universe is riding off with you beach house. I'm like, okay, folding, unfolding. That's a great, (laughs) 
explanation. Thank you. Thank you. And it is so no small thing vibes. Right. Right. Just it's all, it is, it is coming to what it is meant to come to in a way. Mm -hmm. So everybody, um, welcome. And if you're just sitting there listening and you close your eyes, because is what we invite you to do. And you think about the word embarrassment, Mm -hmm. what comes up for you? What, how do you define it? What memories do you have? And then, then we start to talk. And, mm-hmm. and we're kind of inviting you into the conversation, even though you're not in the, here in the room with us. So maybe it feels like you're here in the room with us. I think we should give like 15, like a few seconds to, for people to, to let it okay. <laughs> settle in their mind. Everybody, uh, the, your, your, your stereo or your iPod earbuds <laughs> or headphones are not, not broken. broken. We're going to pause and invite you to sit and contemplate embarrassment for a few seconds, starting now. Okay, we're back. Okay, we've done it. <laughs> Mace had a hard time with that. Mace was laughing <laughs> most of the time. But, and, and honestly, maybe if, if you had a feeling right there, what we're wanting to do in this episode at some point is try to distinguish between awkwardness and embarrassment. I know, and uh, so awkwardness. A difference. That might have felt a little awkward. It did. It felt awkward yeah. for me. Yeah. Silence is hard for me. Hmm. <laughs> I suggested it, That's but a silence meta is hard for me. Ex- explanation about why no small thing exists. Like, we have to keep talking. What true, happens if we true. stop? Like, we can't. Yeah, we that'd be an art be. piece. An episode of No Small Thing that's two uh, hours of silence. Uh, and what if it really was us doing that? What no, if we, we just what if we here. did record it? It wasn't just No, we were, it was just like us <laughs> having a hard time with it. Yeah. Oh, I imagine. And then we could check in at the end and be like, How was that, everybody? Oh Hopefully my gosh. you joined us. Oh my gosh. I think we should. And and we encouraged people to sit with a friend in silence. So it's <laughs> not you can just sit by yourself and listen to that episode. No one will do that it. That would be an art piece. Holy crap. If you crap. will do that, please DM us <laughs> so we know that anyone out there will do it at no small thing. <laughs> okay. Okay, um, you've sat with embarrassment. You felt the awkward silence. Or maybe the, the joy of sitting in some silence. True. And the humor <laughs> and the giddiness. Well, some people have felt all sorts of things during that. Yeah, silence. that's true. Yeah. You felt awkward. Uh, yeah, <laughs> which I think you've been saying giddiness. I'm like, it's awkward and maybe a little giddiness. Mm-hmm. of like, here we are. <laughs> we're doing this thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to try to define embarrassment by looking up some things on the internet, everybody. Should we first each try and define yeah. it before we see the internet answers? Yeah, I'm just giving our like uh, show notes. Oh, great, great, great. Yeah. And then, and then, of course, it seems appropriate in an episode like this to share some stories. Yep. So it's kind of like one of those icebreakers where you're like, share your most embarrassing moment. And I think Mason and I are going to try to do that. <laughs> share some embarrassing moments from our lives. Yes. Um, and with, hopefully it's fun. Yep. Yep. With what? What are you going to say? Is it with discernment? Oh, with discernment? <laughs> Speak for yourself. I mean, what do you mean discernment? Like, like I'm not, not going to overshare? I, like, I'm like, I've, I've, I've discerned which embarrassing stories I'm wanting to share on this mm, podcast. Mm. <laughs> You know, side note, I guess I can say whatever I want, but like, uh, <laughs> I, I think, I think I'm going to be missing some stories that are stories where I should have been embarrassed and wasn't. Mm. And if somebody would have come guessed my embarrassing stories, hmm. like I'm thinking about my, my family of origin, like my mm. parents and my brother. It would have been like this moment and you're like, Remember oh, this? I wasn't embarrassed. Yeah, I wasn't embarrassed. Yeah. Um, no, it's interesting what things make you feel embarrassed. Yeah. Like what, what stands out to you says a lot about mm-hmm. what, where, where you've been probably shamed or felt. Well, let's just get right into it. Yeah. What, what is, what is embarrassment to you? If you were just off the cuff without looking it up, trying to define 
what embarrassment is. I don't know. I haven't. I mean, I've thought about it, but I haven't like looked it up or been researching it. So I'm feeling like, okay, what would, what would I say is embarrassment? I, 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 the word shame comes to mind. Mm-hmm. They seem to be interlinked. It, it feels like to be embarrassed or experience embarrassment is to have, I feel like it's this, uh, have a vulnerable, vulnerable piece of you be exposed and for you to feel shame about it being exposed mm. or like a piece exposure. of yourself. Yeah. I feel like exposures in the midst of it. Mm. Like some part of you is being, some part of you is out there and it's not being cared for or you feel shame around it. Mm. Maybe cared for. These do seem like big mace spin on embarrassment. <laughs> oh, like what would be embarrassing Exposure, for me? <laughs> not being seen uh, or being seen too much or, mm-hmm. and then not being cared for. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting twist. Yeah, I don't know why that's my twist, but I I don't know why like, that came it, up. But it's is it like, like a loneliness too in the midst of it? Like you're being left out, hanging out in the breeze or something? Like nobody's standing there next to you or something? I don't know. I don't know. Let me think, because I'm like I'm trying to think of what my embarrassing moments are. I don't know. Maybe I'm sitting in that awkward silence again. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't just feel awkward to me. I'm like, what is it? I don't know. I, I want to hear your definition. My definition. <laughs> First of all, everybody, you know, we didn't, I didn't write down a definition. Right. So we, we, that's the point of this podcast sometimes, just to clarify. Just, just You're to hearing remind. a free form conversation. So part of the joy is like, sometimes we say, oh, don't tell me that until the episode, because we want this to be fresh. But um, I think embarrassment, I'm, I'm going more of the feeling side. Mm-hmm. What does it feel like? Um, I think embarrassment entails, and I don't know what this does physiologically or why the two are linked, but I mean, I'm sure scientists and neurologists, um, body experts could tell us, but like, I think embarrassment almost automatically implies blushing, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. like red in the face. And, and I, and I got to say, honestly, that's, that is not a very, um, I don't, I don't feel that very often. Interesting. Very rarely like I can look back like maybe once or twice a year tops like yeah. red in the face embarrassment yeah you know that's so interesting I, I I agree I don't think it always for me I'm like I don't know if it always is that for me embarrassment but I think you're naming the physiological mm-hmm. like embarrassment is something that you feel in your whole body like mm-hmm. there's also potentially for me like a stomach drop mm. sense like a Ooh, a stomach drop almost like a roller coaster mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. That feels different than fear or maybe they're sort of, again, interlinked. I know I'm having a hard time linking because I'm like embarrassment and also just like shame. Like, I don't know. It feels really hard to know where the two are of like, because I'm like, and then I'm like letting people down. That's not embarrassment, but it also feels like both could have a stomach drop thing. See, that's interesting physiologically because you say stomach drop and I feel like it's a rising. Like for me, it's red in the face and then heavy in the chest and racing heart, racing heart for sure. Yeah. For but also sure. a stomach drop because <laughs> I I'm, I'm almost picturing the momentum. I'm doing this emotion with my hand, everybody of yeah. like a drop. Right. And, and, and then for you're you, kind of like, an like up. Oh, that's interesting. The blood no. is coming to my face. The, the anxiety is coming to my heart and chest. Breathing is a little off, uh, racing thoughts, head in my head. This is interesting. Cause Spinning. I'm trying to think like, <laughs> embarrassed like because 
So when I, no, I don't think this is, this doesn't happen as much anymore, mm-hmm. but when I think of red in the face, mm-hmm. the first thing I have is like me saying something, like speaking up in a group. So like yeah. maybe a classroom setting or like a, a big group discussion setting and I say something and I'm saying something that I like believe in and again, feels vulnerable. I think mm-hmm. that's this piece of it. And I'm not sure how the group is going to receive I don't know if I would say it's embarrassment, but I am red in the face there. Red in the face. So that's interesting because I'm like, I don't think embarrassment's what's happening. That's like, but it's like the potential for embarrassment is there. Okay. The potential. You know? It's like pre-embarrassment. Right. Or it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm already feeling the flustered. Uh-huh. That feels more flustered than embarrassed. Mm. Ooh, this is interesting. Blushing though. Like what, blushing. What, what, what emotions invoke blushing? it's almost like a a vulnerability because I do feel like with like a romantic relationship, if it's embarrassment or if it's like romance or like, sometimes I feel like that, that uh, those early stages, there's some blushing. I don't know what that means, but I think it's because those vulnerable bits are out there. Like something, something tender about you is like to have a strong feeling about someone. Yeah, if somebody gave you a really, really profoundly intimate and spot-on compliment, I mm-hmm. feel like there's oh, blush. a blush. Yeah. But it's not embarrassment, right? Right. No, it's not. But it's it, it feels similar because I, I think it, I mean, this is my own take on embarrassment, I guess, is it feels really linked to image or it feels really mm-hmm. linked to like how you're being seen mm. and also very linked to something very squishy inside of you. Mm, dang, that's good. That seems right. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, squishy. That seems true too. It doesn't feel like a really rock hard, solid barrier. Like anger feels so strong and mm-hmm. big and, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't feel light and squishy. Although all these emotions probably at their core entail a little squishiness. A little squishiness. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Hmm. This is good. Should we get to the actual definitions? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So as we head into this, everybody, um, I'm just looking at psychology today. So this is like psychology today is a great in between between like, I feel like an academic article or just like something casual, like a blog or something. Right. It's just like kind of like a medium take here. Yep. So they say embarrassment and this is just their straight up definition. And then there's some, there's some article that we could kind of delve into if we feel like it might be fun, but embarrassment is a painful. Hmm. So that's already interesting, hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Painful. Embarrassment is a painful, but important emotional state. Most research, most researchers believe that the purpose of embarrassment is to make people feel badly about their social or personal mistakes as a form of internal or societal feedback so that they learn not to repeat the error. Hmm. The accompanying physiological changes include blushing, mm-hmm. sweating mm-hmm. or stammering, and may signal to others that a person recognizes their own error and so is not cold-hearted or oblivious. Now, this is a really, I already have a lot of pushback in my heart. Let's get the pushback because I do too. I, I mean, can I disagree with psychology today? Yes. 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 I'll answer that question myself. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they're going with like a um, evolutionary take on that. Like how does it function in evolution? Like right. keeping us in line with the pack and our society and- um, but it's like who's pack and what society and right. like it doesn't resonate very much with me like mm-mm. an error. Mm-mm. No, I'm like oh, I sometimes feel really embarrassed for something that I actually think is a really good thing I'm doing. Right. But it's like right. but if if in my holding environment this piece of me was met with 
what's was not seen, then it's going to show up. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to feel embarrassed about like people feel embarrassed about things that are good sometimes. Mm-hmm. Now that I do like the physiological element, yeah. blushing, sweating, stammering, that adds, adds sweating and stammering to the list here. And I can see that. Yeah. I can see there's been a few times where I felt embarrassed and I've been stammering. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Stammering. Let me think. I mean, again, nervousness is coming to mind mm-hmm. right now. I'm like, what's the difference between nervousment, nervous, nervousment, nervous, nerves, then feeling embarrassed. Cause I'm now like, Oh, I say, I don't know if it's stammering, but I definitely have either using the word like or using the word um, when I'm nervous Yeah, and presenting something. And I think there's an underlying fear of being embarrassed. Yeah. I mean, now we're like, Okay, we have to we have to establish, right? This is like almost the meme we posted today. Right. The, these are words <laughs> that help describe yeah. a feeling. Like there, there, there is really no such thing. There's, there's only sensations. Right. Exactly. Like even d- coming up with all these categories of what the feeling is, yeah. it's like well. So they all, I think, anger, nervousness, these all these things, or fear, mm-hmm. anxiety, like mm-hmm. these things, all obviously tie together. <laughs> Right, because someone might feel embarrassed and their embarrassment leads them to be angry. Mm-hmm. Like it leads them to that embarrassment. They they deny it or whatever and uh. they push back and they're aggressive. Mm-hmm. Or like for me, I get embarrassed and I become small, you know? <laughs> like <laughs> I've seen it so many times. <laughs> like literally like a curling up. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> Just like, ah. Head in your, face in your hands. <laughs> it's real. Um, uh, yeah, it's interesting stammering. I remember a funny moment between the two of us almost like two years ago or something. And I think it was this season of like us becoming real friends. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, you would say I'm in the a real friend. You, now. Would say, you would say in the beginning, oh, I always thought of us as friends. But yeah. in those early days, I really did think of us as like really good acquaintances, pals that work so together that have this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> But then there was a time where I was like, I think we're becoming friends. And I came by to give you like a candle before you went home for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I was like kind of having this friendship moment. But like, again, at the time, it's really hard to convey that like there wasn't a ton of time spent together outside of podcasting or work, you know? So it was like, here I am just here hanging Mm, out. Yeah. There wasn't, there wasn't many models for that. Mm -hmm. And I really was intentionally trying not to linger. Yeah. So I was like, here's your candle. I'm leaving now. And I remember standing right over the, by the door over there and I was sensing like, it would be fun to stay. Mm. And there's that candle. I've been here for five minutes and I was kind of like, you know, me too. It's like, I never want to burden anybody with my presence. So I'm like, I'm getting out of here. Cause yeah. I think it was like a spontaneous stop by to give you this gift. Yeah. And I remember just standing by the door and thinking, yeah, I was like starting up a conversation again, but feeling super awkward and I was stammering. And then you said something that totally made it worse. You're like, is there anything I can do for you? I was like, no, no, I'm like, I'm getting out of here. Nothing you can do for me. You could tell like I was wanting something. Like I kind of wanted to just linger and keep talking. But I was like, that made me stammer even more. I was like, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. Bye. There's your candle. Merry Christmas. You left? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I left instantly. But I was just standing by the door kind of like wanting to linger and keep talking a little bit. But I was oh. like, oh, bye. Oh, that's sweet. I don't, I don't remember that. Yeah. Which again, it's also like interesting what memories people hold, but. But you remember getting the candle, right? Yeah. No, you just I, don't remember like the no, moment. I don't remember yeah. the awkwardness. And that does sound like something I would say, especially at that time. I'm like, yeah. what do you need? I can tell need? that yeah. something's going on. I with don't need you. anything. No, never mind. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. I think, I mean. I think that was embarrassment. 
Yeah. 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 And there was stammering. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think stammering is something you do for mm-hmm. sure. And I think there's something too of both of us have an embarrassment, at least correct me if I'm wrong. I think we might both have an embarrassment if someone keeps missing us or misunderstands what we're trying to say. Mm. Like, um, I don't, that might be more you. That might I make be it more, more frustrated. Me. That might be more me. Um, I might get more. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, when you said this idea of denial, like I do wonder sometimes if I'm denying embarrassment because mm. I'm sitting here being like, I don't get embarrassed that much, but I do mm-hmm. have a mm-hmm. feeling mm-hmm. that probably frequently comes up of frustration. Mm. So I think I move a little quicker to frustration or something. Yeah. Instead of being like, I'm embarrassed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I don't even know if I can access that very well through history. Right. And I think that's something that frustration shows up in a frustrated stammering. Mm -hmm. You know, I wonder about that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's really interesting. Shame, pain, anxiety. Uh, Yeah. Embarrassment. Embarrassment (laughs) is vulnerable. I feel like embarrassment Mm -hmm. encompasses a lot of them. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's not a very, I would say of the feelings, like if I look at something like sadness, I would say sadness is sometimes relatively pleasant. Yeah. I can't. (laughs) I don't think most people would agree with that. Um, (laughs) That's a nice thing too. I like, I think to be really sad and aching, there's something (laughs) really beautiful about it. There's something beautiful, but I don't think most, most people are trying to avoid that. I think, I mean, Everybody, yeah. listeners, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, maybe no small thing listeners kind of vibe with that. Yeah, no, you it's know? interesting. I'm trying to be like, I'm not, I, I don't even mean it in like a torturing kind of way. I'm like, I actually really think I find it to be very good mm. when I'm experiencing it. And I do not feel that way about embarrassment. Uh, like embarrassment for okay. me is something where I, I don't, I do not like to lean into that one. That we want one to is, avoid it. Yeah, that one yeah. to me it really hurts. That mm-hmm. one is very scary and very like, I think because embarrassment is, I mean, it's even naming like the social thing around embarrassment. It is very image centric and very being seen centric. Like what's happening mm. there. And that, that stresses me out. Like embarrassment really is a terrifying place for me. Yeah, maybe what I don't like about this is like, I think psychology today is going a little bit out of their uh, field here, you know, like to, to talk about the purpose of it. I guess that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying, maybe from an evolutionary standpoint, but like may signal to others that a person recognizes that their own error. Mm-hmm. Cause I guess one thing I'd want to say in terms of like, even no small thing or like artist way or, you know, life and career and creativity, like you probably sometimes want to really lean into the embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. this feels scary because I'm being vulnerable and I'm putting something out there and they're kind of saying, oh, no, you've learned the error, so get back in line. Exactly. I think I think part of me is like, no, we've been socialized to think we should be embarrassed about, like, feeling young, mm-hmm. you know, doing, feeling like I, I mean, like, I get embarrassed for feeling needy. Mm-hmm. Like, all these things, I'm like, no, I shouldn't feel embarrassed about that. Yeah. And, no, I have, that's where I'm like, I have a lot of pushback on this, because I'm like, don't problematize embarrassment. Bro, do not, psychology today, come on. Come on. So here, let me just read a little bit more just to see what this does for everyone. Um, 
Frequently grouped with shame and guilt. Okay, guilt's another one. Mm-hmm. Embarrassment is considered a self-conscious emotion. Mm-hmm. So that's a nice there little... There it is. That's yeah. the word we've been looking for. And it can have a profoundly negative impact on a person's thoughts or behavior. Mm-hmm. The embarrassed individual becomes conscious of a real or imagined failure yep. to comply with social norms and fears that others won't view them as, a hi- as highly as a result. This is exactly it. Yeah. The ensuing embarrassment may be accompanied by feelings of awkwardness, exposure, mm-hmm. shame, guilt, or regret. Regret's a good Damn it, those are all of them. It's notable that the inciting event may be either positive or negative. For example, someone may feel just as embarrassed by being called beautiful in front of a group Mm -hmm. of people as they are by forgetting someone's name or falling in public. A person, oh, falling in public, tripping in public. That's embarrassing. (laughs) A person can feel embarrassed for themselves. That is a funny move when somebody like, because I've probably done this so many times and it's just so in the moment. It's like, you don't want to do it because it makes it even more embarrassing is pretending you didn't trip. (laughs) Like, why am I pretending I didn't trip? You know, that makes it 10 times worse. That is like, no, 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 I was just running. (laughs) Picked up my pace a little bit for a quick second there for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> You're embarrassed. Yeah. Oh. A person can so much. a person can feel embarrassed by for themselves or on behalf of someone else. True. Oh, yeah. Feeling embarrassed for someone is That's a big mood. That's a big mood. I have that mood. If they are particularly emp- empath- empathic. <laughs> or if they are secretly concerned that the other person's supposed failings will also reflect negatively on them. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. My hand is raised high. That's me. <laughs> Embarrassment is a highly individual experience and is often intensified by the fear that everyone is watching mm-hmm. and judging mm-hmm. when most of the time, almost no one will even notice. <laughs> it's so real. It's so real. I think this is interesting because you if claimed, I don't feel embarrassment that much. And I'm like, I do, and mm. this is my shit. Yeah, I'm no, like, it is. That feels like that is. I, I everything you just read. I'm like, ooh, so oof, much of this oof, is oof. feels close to me. Yeah. Um. I. Yeah, which is interesting. I'm yeah. like, there's a low grade embarrassment. I don't. I think I'm. I think I'm actually getting a lot less of that mm-hmm. these days. But I do think that that's that. I don't know. There's, I, I think I'm easily embarrassed. Is maybe oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. that would maybe be how I would say yeah. I'm easily embarrassed. Totally. Yeah. No, I I thought of you when I was reading that. You know, <laughs> a lot a lot of mace was in there. Yeah. Now, interesting to distinguish embarrassment with awkwardness. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can access awkwardness, like. of my life walking around, I feel pretty awkward. Mm -hmm. And that feels a little different than embarrassed. You don't feel embarrassed about your awkwardness? Uh, Okay, so the way I would describe it is I'm aware, and this sort of is why we have no small thing. You know, I think we talked a lot about this on the Vibes episode. Like, I'm aware that, well, at least the way I perceive it, Mm -hmm. is that the things I want to talk about and the things I want to do, at least in my social circle, seem to be not the norm Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because I'd like to be talking about this at a party. That's always the big thing for me. Right. And this doesn't seem to be typical of what people want to talk about. Although I will say I drove my daughters. Maybe it, maybe it's like, maybe that's why I like youth ministry. Maybe teens and young people can vibe (laughs) because we were explaining that I have a podcast and they're like, what do you do? I'm like, well, we just take a topic and we deep dive and and then we're like, okay, well let's do it. And so we, in this like 30 minute car ride, there's a ghost in Mesa's house. Everybody, <laughs> this door keeps opening and closing. Uh, we were like, we talked about chips and snacks on on our episode. So we really just were laughing so hard, deep diving. What's a chip? We talked about is Cheetos a chip? We talked yes. about the difference between a treat and a snack and a dessert and a snack. <laughs> and I said, you know, 
if it's, is the timing important? Cause it's like after dinner. And I asked this question, I, I oh, presented, I think it does. Yeah. I presented the whole scenario. I was like, okay, you've been invited to dinner. It's pretty fancy. There's candles <laughs> and people keep saying there's going to be a delicious dessert after this, a delicious dessert, delicious dessert. And the dessert comes, they go into their kitchen kitchen and they come out and they bring you a little dish of candy. Now in your mind, are you thinking this is not a dessert, you know, and both my daughter and her friend were like, this is not a dessert. That's, not a, dessert. <laughs> That's a dish of candy. Yeah. <laughs> like I love, I love that we're talking about that though, but like, it doesn't this, seem like, like big scenario is really funny. <laughs> yeah. So, so I guess in, you know, parties and, and dinners and, you know, most of my life, like I, everybody will be sort of talking. I think as parents too, like the, the main thing is, catching each other up on the family things. What are our kids up to? Yeah, What's yeah. going on with our work? Everybody's yeah. sort of going around and sharing that. And I'm like, maybe it'll just be a sliver of time in the last 15 minutes <laughs> after sliver. we've all caught up and done this thing where we can talk about something weird and silly. So I think sometimes my brain will be trailing off in the midst of that type of conversation like that. And it will be like, somebody's like, so then, you know, we just don't know what we're going to do for so-and-so school next summer. And that, and I just go, what's embarrassment, you know, and everybody <laughs> looks at me and, and I'm like, uh Oh, uh Oh, uh Oh. And I'm like, ah, first of all, like I wasn't really paying attention. I was trailing off. I was in my head. I brought up a weird topic. I feel awkward. I don't feel embarrassed. Hmm. but I feel like uh, I can sense that everybody's like looking at me weird. I can hmm. sense that hmm. people feel all of a sudden slightly concerned for me yeah. or something like yeah. what's going on with Scott and yeah. everybody's quickly kind of like, stop, don't <laughs> stop saying that. <laughs> you know, let's get back. I want to be a fly <laughs> in the wall. Cause I feel like you shared this scenario you said that in the vibes a episode. lot. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to witness this from the outside. Yeah. Cause I feel like I only hear your perspective on it, which is the perspective to, to, you the story, but I want to watch it happen. Well, I mean, honestly, the, the relationship that it's the most, um, like seen and, and embraced is my friend, Mark, who's been on the podcast as an Enneagram seven. Yeah. And he will, it's, it's really great. And I should just probably tell him more about how much I appreciate this. Mm. He will very much acknowledge the weirdness of it. Yeah. And he, you know, a lot of people will be like, let's pretend that Scott just didn't say that. Yeah. And I'm like, that's even more awkward. Right. Like, right. I kind it's of like, just giggle to myself. I'm like, you guys, I know I'm weird. And it's like, but Mark will be like, what? <laughs> he's like, why did you just bring that up? And, you know, <laughs> and I'll be like, I don't know. And he's like, we were all talking about this. And then you just said this and he's like, okay, well let's talk about it. You know? And then I'll be like, Oh, oh yeah. And then he'd be like, sweet. okay, well should we get back to the other conversation? You know? But he's like, it's not awkward when somebody acknowledges it and works with it. Yeah. yeah. Like head on. Yeah. Nobody's like, shh, shh, Scott, Scott, so sweep that under yeah. the rug. Let's pretend that didn't happen. And ha ha Scott. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, okay, I'm awkward, but yeah. Yeah. No, but there, there doesn't seem to be this embarrassment for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And I think that's my MO. Like we haven't done this obviously in a long time, but if I'm in a room of teenagers, I find that to be the thing that breaks the ice. I will walk up to a little group of teenagers and start saying, sort of socially awkward things, not in a way yeah. that made people feel uncomfortable, you know, not, not cringy things. Yeah. So there's a difference between cringe and awkward, That's true. you know, I'll be That's like, true. what's everybody listening to these days? You know, and everybody's like, Oh, I don't know. And you know, I'm like, why don't teenagers like to admit what music they like? And everybody's <laughs> like, Oh, but that's true. And I'm like, it's true. Isn't it? And all of a sudden be like, well, I actually like rap music. I'm like, yeah, see, I mean, but you don't want to talk about the genre. Right. And people are like, Oh, we don't like talking about the genre. I'm like, why is that? You know, all of a sudden, all of a sudden we're vibing, you know, but like, you know, adults. Uh, yeah. And I, I so I kind of come in with that, you know, energy and, uh, yeah, I don't know. 
it doesn't really work well for adults. <laughs> it doesn't seem like maybe, maybe I should try it more with adults and just I go like all in. Should. There's this piece of me that wonders around, and this is me wondering around transferences of like, there is a near, and I think it's because it's true, mm-hmm. but there is a story of how an adult social interaction goes in your mind. Yeah, that's true. There's a story of what happens. Yep. And I'm curious what would, what would happen if you aggressively one day came in and were like, that's how can this be a different story today? You know, and then and <laughs> then true. maybe maybe it some it, maybe it, who's to say what would happen? Like maybe it is like yeah. And all maybe I'm trying to like be that. avoid being embarrassed, right? You right. know, so I don't go all in. Exactly. Yeah. I wonder. I'm dancing around it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to try to distinguish between like shame, embarrassment, and awkwardness? Like, what what do you think the difference for you is with shame and embarrassment? Um, shame, shame, and embarrassment. Yeah. Oh, they seem similar. Mm-hmm. They seem the same to me mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Like, I think shame is always at play with embarrassment. Um, and maybe guilt. I mean, guilt mm-hmm. or shame. Guilt or shame, I think. Because mm-hmm. shame feels a little different than guilt. And that shame has, like, a little bit more to do with your sense of self. Um, and I think when I feel guilty, I feel less embarrassed. Hmm. Um, Interesting twist. The guilt supersedes the embarrassment. Maybe. Like maybe there's some underlying sh- embarrassment, but the guilt is seems so strong. Well, and guilt sometimes guilt doesn't feel as scary to me because guilt, if it's guilt to me is like for something that make like you should feel guilty about for whatever mm-hmm. reason in mm-hmm. my brain, it's like, and like maybe it's okay to feel guilty about something you should feel guilty about. Like, have a like be responsible for your impact, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. So there's something about that that feels a little bit more grounded because it it like almost makes sense mm. to me. But like shame sometimes, I mean, it, it, it does make sense, but like shame feels, there's this other thing of shame that includes like some self-deprecation or some kind of like self-harm in the shame. Of shame course. feels a little bit more scary and dangerous and blatantly unhelpful like shame doesn't right. feel like a very helpful right like guilt i think is pretty helpful sometimes yeah. i'm like oh yeah i should probably feel guilty about that yeah. and, that's and maybe okay. embarrassment sometimes is pretty helpful too like yeah that was embarrassing for you you know you shouldn't have interrupted that person right like there are know. moments where yeah. it is like that but then there's other times where it's like oh, why do i feel embarrassed yeah um but i mean i'm everyone's awkward i think i have my own particular everyone's awkward. aw- awkwardness and but my awkwardness shows up when I'm feeling embarrassed for mm. sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. All like, of a sudden you get stammery. Exactly. All of a sudden, you get small. All of a sudden I get small. Can't all of think a on your feet I as get, quick. No, not at all. Yeah. I'm like just weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've seen me be weird <laughs> and like this, I'll, I'll, I'll share this in like a very light, not sharing much way, but like <laughs> I went into therapy for the first time in person Yeah. and was so awkward yeah and embarrassed at times like very much embarrassed embarrassed by your awkwardness embarrassed by my awkwardness and probably awkward because i'm embarrassed Uh, i don't know which came first i don't know what it is but it was like in many ways because therapy is this just like projection thing i'm like it it was like so many of my awkward ticks just arrived in one full swoop it was interesting to hear you even describe it i was like gosh this sounds (laughs) fascinating it sounds like it sounded i i guess even the way you describe it and i can picture it knowing you like kind of sounded clumsy oh so clumsy. you know like you were clumsy in therapy you know and it's, it's like, just like can't can't get your footing 
could not. No, <laughs> you no, know? there's no. Because I think sometimes <laughs> it's like even with us in our relationship or the podcast, it's like maybe there's an initial clumsiness, but then you get into it and you right. start vibing. But it, it sounded like for this, you really never got there. <laughs> I didn't quite. I feel like kind of towards the end, but it's like. I, I think I'm, I don't actually feel now like I don't feel embarrassed now, but embarrassment was arriving there. And it also showed up in such for me. It is like there's a lot of awkward ticks that happen. I feel mm-hmm. like I don't know if ticks is even the right word, but like um, I don't even know how to describe. It. I feel like you probably could describe when I get all weird and awkward. I think you get kind of stuck. You do get self-conscious. Yeah. And so then there's this sense of like again, like panic and clumsiness. And one of the go-to phrases that you say sometimes when I think you're getting into that state is you feel young. Mm. You know, you'll say, I feel really young right now. Mm. And it's like, we're, or, or there have been times where you say you're trying to intellectualize this thing. Like, cause I'm saying, Oh, we're kind of having a conflict and here's my take. And I'm expecting you to come right back. And you get sort of like, I don't have, a smart way to come back at you and prove my point. Yeah. I just feel like, uh, <sighs> you know, and I'm like, I'm right. Because listen, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm freaking out. Yeah. 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 And that's interesting. I do. I feel like I do. I mean, I feel young when I'm embarrassed. Yeah. Like, I think that's something that's interesting too, of like, what does that, how much, how much is what makes us embarrassed and what embarrassment feels like to us related to our early moments of embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of my memories. I didn't pick, I didn't pick, I didn't pick shameful embarrassment. Well, I picked one that's a shameful embarrassment one, but like, I, I would be curious to really search my mind and try and find young embarrassment ones. Cause that probably would tell a lot about what happens for each of us yeah. in these places. Yeah. Um, well maybe that's a good segue. Maybe that is a good segue. Well, we're going to tell some stories. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. so let's take a break. Mm-hmm. And we'll do a call to action. Perfect. <laughs> and we're rounding the corner, everybody. So mm-hmm. that was the warm up. We're about like halfway through. Yeah. Now we'll come back and we'll share some stories. So if you're sitting there and you're driving and you have a little bit more time left and you want to hear some funny stories or some embarrassing stories, stick around. Or you can be like, we did it. We had a fun little discussion about embarrassment. It's over. Embarrassment was nice. Don't want to round the corner on this episode. <laughs> 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 we already get credit for the listen, so don't worry about it. <laughs> credit for ourselves. Um, Okay. When we come back, some embarrassing stories. Hey, everybody. Hope you are enjoying this episode on embarrassment. And this is our call to action section where I'm going to give you some prompts or some tips or some invites on how you can support the podcast. The first is to give us a rating and review on iTunes. We haven't seen one of those in a while. So if you're new to the podcast or you're listening and enjoying this episode and haven't given us a rating and review before, maybe just pause briefly, hop on over to iTunes unless you're driving and give us a rating and review on iTunes. Very much appreciated. Another thing you can do is post about us on social media. Uh, You know, I have a Instagram now that has like 23,000 followers and I know just that one little swipe up feature still doesn't get much attention. So just a constant little drip of telling your followers on social media about our podcast would be very helpful. A a slow little drip. Um, The other one is we want to invite you to join us on Patreon. If you join us as a monthly Patreon supporter, you can get access to our Discord channel 
where there are conversations happening every week about these different topics. And so we really hopefully want to build that community where you guys can all talk to each other about these things. So, you know, this week, ideally, people will be talking about embarrassment and stuff like that. Um, you can also go to our website, Less Certain More Curious, and purchase some of our really great merch. Um, so thank you for listening. Uh, consider supporting us in some of those ways. And if you have another creative way to support us, feel free to do that too. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll now get back to our conversation about embarrassment. Alrighty. All right. So should we just go like back and forth on some stories? I think we should. I think maybe we like should. 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just round this out with some embarrassment because I don't want to. I mean, I have a feeling some embarrassing stories are going to surface in my sub, like from my subconscious. I'm gonna have to check in if I want to share it or not. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, you do that. <laughs> um, well, I'll start with sort of the origin story of my embarrassment, which might have some interesting psychological. Here we go. Like, weight to it. Okay, I'm only thinking that even as I say it. Yeah. Because I'm almost thinking now to this new insight that you had, which I'm not very clear on in terms of how I think about it, but like this idea of repression. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I think my earliest sense of what I would consider to be embarrassment mm-hmm. is that I like wet the bed until I was about 12. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, we're about to have yeah. similar embarrassments. <laughs> okay. <laughs> maybe, and that, you know, maybe that has a lot to do with our attachment styles. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I've read a lot about wetting the bed. That has all sorts of like, mm-hmm. you know, my brothers didn't. Yeah. You know, I'm a yeah. firstborn. Yeah. So... Is it anxious attachment style or something? Mm-hmm. Or like no, I'm now I'm like I will look EBSCO that yeah wedding the yeah. bed <laughs> yeah <laughs> when you when I leave today you're like EBSCO Central <laughs> um, so that was a lot of like going to someone's house like yeah. sleepovers yeah, and I think you shared really, this too yeah it's not I mean maybe there's some shame too but I I wouldn't I don't even know what shame feels like at that early age right it's just like. No, 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 no. I can't believe this happened again. And it's like, I'm in, I'm on somebody's floor in their house and I'm in a sleeping bag and like I peed on their floor. Like, you know, um, I had a friend, Titus, you know, I don't think he he doesn't listen to this podcast, but like we became friends starting in middle school and he would come over and sleep over and he was very much like, I wet the bed. And so here's like all of my towels and like that was really encouraging. I was like, oh, me too. Yeah, that's really (laughs) sweet. But the worst was, you know, my dad was a youth pastor. And so I'd go on these mission trips and mm. we'd end up like staying at a church and mm. sleeping on the floors. Mm-hmm. And I just remember, would you be so scared going to sleep? Yes. Yeah, so scared. Oh, and it imagine. never really happened aside from once. Mm-hmm. And it was worst case scenario. Oh, and it was like, I remember waking up and you know, it's like teenagers everywhere. So mm-hmm. it's like everybody's waking up and I was always sort of late to wake up and I would hear people stirring. Mm-hmm. And I remember hearing somebody in this church down the hall playing a piano. Mm-hmm. It was kind of waking me up and I was like groggy. I'm like starting to wake up. And, and then it's like, like, the oh. thing is, is that everybody's already up and walking around you. No. And then I noticed that I've wet the bed or the sleeping bag or the floor or something. And I'm like, teenagers are walking around being like, Hey, Hey, wake up, Scott oh, here. And I'm like, I have to get up right now. Yeah, and I, I'm yeah. probably like at this point, like 10. Yeah. And I've got to like, there's no way to hide this. No, <laughs> no. no. Sometimes if you're at a house or something, you can quickly wake up before everybody else and do something. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is like, it's, it's here. Yeah. And again, I mean, I guess to this article's point, it's like, Probably most people aren't going to be like, oh, what a gross, disgusting little kid. They're probably going to be no, caring like, for me. Oh, but like, buddy. I'm like, holy. No, no it's no. the I, it's the most embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, it feels so you're out of control there. Yeah. You're oh. out of control. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Probably a lot of shame, too. Like I should as a 10 year old. Yeah. This should not be happening. Yeah. yeah. 
So those are my early. Would you, would it be, would you wet the bed at home as well? Or was it more like, no, because it, you were no stressed? it was mostly at home. It was like probably growing up, it's like guaranteed like once a week at least. It's yeah. like, I'm going to wake yeah. up and I've had wet the bed, but yeah. then you just go you take that show on the road. Right. Right. No, exactly. There's this part of me that's like, well, I wonder, I would be curious if it's like, because you're going somewhere that you're more yeah. stressed and you would wet the bed. Yeah. Um, but I imagine your parents weren't like, didn't care really. No, no, no. There was no, there was never any shame around that. There was like, oh, buddy, you know, like, yeah. oh, yeah, let's change the sheets, you know. It's yeah, like, <laughs> it's like just like here I am, yeah. regular occurrence. <laughs> yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, that's like, I mean, my thing that I'm most embarrassed about is it's not that I wet the bed, but if I laugh too hard, I pee my pants. Oh, wow. And so. Gosh, I don't understand that at all. As somebody that like a, has a sensitive bladder, that's never happened to me. Oh, I don't understand how that me. happens to It's people. happened to me so many times. Oh my gosh. And it's still, like, it still could happen to me. Today. So are you nervous? Do you start to get nervous when you're laughing? Oh, oh my gosh. So What nervous. a crazy feeling. So nervous. So nervous. I mean, Because you're having fun, but also mitigating it's it. It's the like, worst. So it's like the hardest tension. Too much it's like, fun. I need to stop laughing immediately. <laughs> like, I know I need stop to stop laughing. Stop saying funny things. No, exactly. Stop. And then it's, it's just like, it's hard. It's, it's very much a vulnerable kind of laughter too, mm. because it's like, I've lost control. I'm laughing so hard, but I've had, I have like, I have many stories, but I have three dominant ones that happened. Okay. And one was laughing too hard. And I was laughing while like playing like a cheer game with my two neighbors. And so we were all kind of like, I was probably, I don't know, six or seven and we were playing this cheer game and we started laughing and I was like on top, like we were like, it was like, we were very physically close with one another mm -hmm. and I started laughing and it's just like, it's not like, oh, I a little bit pee. It's like, I fully lose control and I pee whatever is there. So it's like, oh, wow. No hiding it. Just in broad daylight. <laughs> broad daylight. Here I am all of a sudden. And now I'm like, standing here clearly oh, just peed myself. Oh, no, that's, that sounds even worse, honestly. I know. And I, <laughs> Not worse like you should be embarrassed, but like more embarrassing, you know? No, like, it, it is very embarrassing. I'm like pretty sure it kind of runs in my family. Wow. Because I know that, like, I, I actually haven't like explicitly talked to my mom about it, but I kind of think it, that she has huh. this, but I've never like said it out loud because it is really embarrassing and... I don't even know if I told my mom that happened. Yeah. Like I probably like my neighbors knew and like probably went home and like tried to hide that it happened. Oh, you right, know? right. Like, and this mysterious, embarrassing thing just happened. Let's pretend it didn't. No, right. Like let's yeah. just put my, all my clothes that I've <laughs> peeing them in the, in the laundry basket and hope that nobody notices yeah. that I've changed my outfit here. <sighs> um, so that happened. And I mean, like, I, I kid you not, it's probably happened to me like 10 times. Dang. So it's, it's when was like the last time here. Um, well, I, I don't know. I've had a few times where it's close when I'm an adult. One yeah. time laughing with you, I was like, shit. No, oh, it's no. happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I, were we laughing about? I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember. But I'm like, I, I, there is a piece of me that's like, I imagine one day you'll, you'll witness <laughs> taking my dance. I'm like, be warned this happens. <laughs> um, but it, it hasn't, I haven't like full blown peed my pants in a long time. I feel like probably college. Mm. Um, but another time, and this is the thing, it's like, I still 
to this age, it doesn't feel controllable. Like it doesn't feel like, oh, you've stopped wetting the bed. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm pretty aware. And if I were to ever give birth, I imagine it would become even harder. Yeah. Um, but when I was in high school, there's two high school stories okay. now. So okay. like old ass person. <laughs> old ass person. I was in Hawaii with my siblings. Yeah. And they're like, this is an interesting thing because I went to Hawaii with my siblings for their, for Christmas and it was their grandpa had died. So they were kind of there with their family for the funeral and all these kinds of things. And I was very much an, an outsider being very graciously brought into their mm-hmm. family. Like mm-hmm. I was here, my older siblings are half siblings. And so it was their side of the family, not my side of the family. And I just went there with Christmas with them and my parents went and did whatever they wanted to do. And so I was with them and just like with their whole extended family, which yeah. is like 20 to 30 people. And we were going into some meal thing and my siblings made me laugh. And <sighs> I'm an, an adult. And maybe, like, maybe you just kind of got caught up too. You weren't like, oh, you no, just swept you get up. caught up. It's exactly yeah. it. It's like, oh shit. Like all of a sudden. And I was standing. It's like the worst when you're standing. Oh my god! You gosh. know, it's just like I'm so embarrassed now. Just for you, I'm like, I'm getting embarrassed. <laughs> I know. Um, Where were you again? Dinner? We were like outside, walking into someone's house. Okay. And I remember just instantly saw, like, being like Aaron, like, just stomach drop, red right in the face. Like, I, I don't know what to do. Like, right. it, it's yeah. just like here I am. And it's just like, you feel so out of control. Um, that one actually is probably the most embarrassing. Is it go home? Is it what happens at that point? I don't remember what happened yeah. after that one. It's actually, just a blur. I think, you know, I think it is just a blur. I think it's like, if there's any extra clothes kinds of thing, mm-hmm. like we, can we get that? Um, I know I didn't go home. I know that I somehow went in. Mm. Um, but I think it was embarrassing. It's embarrassing if someone else has to know, like, mm. there's times where I've peed my pants and I'm able to figure out how to like be secretive. I feel like about it. Um, I mean, I used to always pack extra clothes, um, just in case a weak bladder, the the life of a weak bladder (laughs) person. Um, okay. And then this other, this last one, this one is like actually the least embarrassing because I didn't get that embarrassed. Like it was very funny with the people I was with. Like it was with really close friends and it became like really funny. Like there was embarrassment, but I was in high school and my church would go on this like choir tour. We had a choir and we'd go to Disneyland every year and we went to Disneyland and I was with, it was me and three other people. We were all like kind of, we had broken off and we're doing our thing in Disneyland and we went on a ride and (laughs) (laughs) no, it totally is. We went on a ride and so it's like the thrill of the ride. First off, it's like all these things. And then we came off and the picture was really funny and we were all just laughing. And it's just like, you're just like having such a good time and you're laughing. All of a sudden I'm laughing and I just see myself so much. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And I'm just like on this high school trip, it's like, 50 and to 60 teenagers with yeah. my friends and I'm in Disneyland and it's like 10 a.m. and I've like on oh, no. like in like it's early like- morning have <laughs> peed myself. And I remember like the the joke was I was like, guys, we have a problem. That's what I said. And it was like, I just fully beat my pants. Um but Were you it was wearing like- shorts? I was wearing yes, I was wearing shorts. Okay. Um, like jean shorts. 
And uh, you, got, you got to go like now on Splash Mountain or something and just get <laughs> a lot of water on yourself. No, I mean it was it was really bad. It was okay. not it was not Splash Mountain will work because it's like <laughs> I Splash Mountain will work. I like there are like I said like all these people from my church yeah. that I could run into, and I'm mm-hmm. like I don't. The, the group I was with, mm-hmm. I didn't care them knowing. I actually was not that embarrassed. You're my friends. Right. And it was like you know funny and we're teenagers. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like, and so I, and I, like Haley was there and Haley, I think had seen me pee my pants a few times. Yeah. Cause it's just like it fucking happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I know they ended up like going and someone found like a shop and bought me different shorts Aww. and I was able to wear different shorts. And it was like, the joke was I love Tinkerbell because there was these like Tinkerbell shorts. It's like, I just love Tinkerbell. I just so had to much. buy these yeah, exactly. and I had to put them on right now. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Couldn't wait. Um, so that's, that's what happens to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. Isn't that funny about the way we do the pod is like, we didn't know that we were both going to share those stories. That's right. really interesting. I know. I know. And what does that say? I mean, about our like embodied beings of ourselves yeah. and how that losing control of our bodies is this strong, embarrassing thing mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. I think we both in our own way feel pretty, maybe, I don't know, just in our own way, fairly awkward and other sometimes in big groups. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what that has to do with peeing, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it makes me think of like sleepovers. Why was that so fraught? I, I, I think there was a little bit of social anxiety in a sleepover. I, I, I often was the type of kid that called my mom. Oh. And I know you were too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like pick me up from the sleepover. Please come pick me up. No, yeah. I didn't make it until I was until like I was 12 that I yeah. was able to. For me, it was like separation anxiety, I think. Yeah. Um, I think my parents had instilled a lot of like um, vigilance about like what's appropriate. Mm-hmm. And I'm a firstborn too. So that mm-hmm. was like on my mind. I remember being at this boys sleepover and it's like we're watching this movie batteries not included oh, it's and a you great like, movie in retrospect yeah this? and i was like i hadn't gotten this cleared with my parents it might be pg-13 hmm. and all on the surface it just seems like things are probably going great if you watched what was happening as an adult in this sleepover it's probably normal natural middle school boy things but like right i was thinking it was getting chaotic there was like wrestling and lights off and lights and movies. And I'm like, uh, yeah. I think I gotta yeah. go. And everybody's yeah. like, why? And I'm like, I just need to, <laughs> just needs I'm calling to be my done. mom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Embarrassing moments. So I don't know. I think it'll be a true friendship moment when I'm like, I've done it, Scott. I've peed, peed my, my pants. pants. <laughs> and now I judge you. You should be embarrassed and I will shame you. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, side note for the sake of funny stories, it just says we're on this little train there was a time, there's a restaurant. I don't know if it's everywhere, everybody, but there's a restaurant here in Seattle called The Keg. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if it's still around. I think it is. Mm-hmm. It's like a Chili's or something, you know, yeah. it's like a steakhouse. Uh. And I didn't know that. And I I did know that a keg was like beer. Right, right. You know, and I remember going to a friend's birthday party and you could tell like, it was like the squad. It was like four people were invited to this. We were going to have a fun night. The parents had planned out a fun night for us. And we were going to sleep over. I imagine I was like, sixth grade. Okay. Okay. I think some of my most, I have one more story I'm about to share. Yeah. I think, I think my, some of my most embarrassing moments were sixth grade. And I think that's because you're starting to change yeah. and you're starting to, so, so you're becoming, you're becoming more, you're coming into more awareness. Yeah. So. so we're at this, we're in the car and I think we had gone to a movie and it seemed like it was spontaneous. And the dad was like in a generous mood mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know, the night was ahead of us and, mm-hmm. and he goes, let's go to the keg. 
when you just got and, so And I had been nervous. so trained to be, again, so vigilant and, yeah. and sort of suspicious yeah. of even parents. Yeah. And I'm like, the keg? Is he going to buy us beer? Hmm. And all the friends are like, yeah, the keg. Oh, and I'm like, the keg? I was like, I got to go home, you guys. Actually, I can't stay tonight. And the dad was like, why? Like, we're going to go have a great dinner. I was like, no, my, actually, I, I forgot to tell you this, but my mom needs me home right now. And I got to go and... Everybody's like, okay. And they just dropped me off. And it literally wasn't until like a year or so later I figured out what the keg was. I went to the keg. I was like, oh, crap. I missed out a nice oh, dinner that, that night. that is so cute and sad. <laughs> yeah. oh, I know. Our little cells are just trying to figure it out. Yeah. Like, oh, I wish that we could have been as little sixth graders. <laughs> like, it would have been really funny. I had another one where I was walking home from school and a friend of uh, a, a, da- a friend's dad came up to the side of us. And was like, hey, you guys want to ride? Hop in. And yeah. I didn't know this friend's dad. And I thought, it's a it's a stranger danger. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to abduct us. And mm-hmm. I just ran like a mile to my house as fast as I could. And he showed up later, like having driven up and was like, so sorry. I freaked you out. This, I, this, and my friend was like, this is my dad. And I was like, oh, no. I, thought I was about to get abducted. Crap. I ran so hard. Just- <laughs> I'm like, oh. This is what I've been training for. This is the moment. <laughs> I could hear my friend be like, no, Scott. Blah, blah, but I was like panic and, and anxiety. That just. is like, I, I feel sad that I'm laughing because I can imagine that's actually like really traumatic, but yeah. it's also really funny imagining this dad being like, oh no, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. little kid. He's like, there he goes running as fast as he humanly can run. <laughs> <laughs> I think I told you one time too on the bus on the way home. I sent my friend said the F word, and I and I got off the bus before him so I could run home and tell his mom. Oh yeah, you told me. Yeah, that. and the mom was like, "Oh, okay. we don't really care about him saying that." I was aghast. I was like, what? "He can say the F word." <laughs> oh, I can imagine. Firstborn rule follower. Firstborn rule follower. Yeah, that's funny. Okay, well. Okay. Is it what what happened? Is, <laughs> We're like not talking about embarrassing. Is stories. there any? Do you have more? Because I have yeah, more. I think for me, the quintessential embarrassing story in my life. Okay, here like, we go. This is the reference point, and now it gets it gets deeper and stranger as I get older. Because mm-hmm. um, it's if I said like the if if I if I know the most clear sense of the time I felt the most embarrassed, mm-hmm. this is it. I think. Okay. Um, cause I have a hard time accessing embarrassment, honestly. Yeah. I can access shame and awkwardness, I think easier. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I've told you the story before, but now we're doing it in a different context, I think. And, and talking about like all these new queer adjacent things. Cause I, so everybody, I had sort of a, I think Michael Jackson was yes. everything to me. Growing yes. up. And I was looking at some Michael Jackson stuff the other night and I am like, I bet Michael Jackson was transgender and didn't have the language for it. You know? Yeah. There's I think so there's, there's definitely a lot going on. Gender fluid, with, gender non-binary, like whatever. Yeah. Um, and I actually read some articles of people like pointing out things he had said in interviews that yeah, maybe indicated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, anyways, you know, it was like pretty clear that Michael Jackson, this was like at the time of like the bad album. Mm-hmm. He's like wearing probably more makeup and having more yeah. facial reconstruction. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely doing a lot of a lot of bending yeah. for sure. And to me, that that was great. Like, mm-hmm. I was not like judging of Michael Jackson. I was like, this is really cool, and mm-hmm. I like this look. Mm-hmm. And 
just naturally liked the look. And so I think just one morning in sixth mm. grade, I like put some eyeliner on yeah. or whatever this like eyebrow. eyebrow. Yeah. 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 I just wanted to, I was like playing around with that. And oh. I was like, I don't think anybody can see this and it will make my eyebrows look darker, which yeah. might be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and I just went in my mom's bathroom and like used her eyebrow mm-hmm. pens- pencil. And I, mm-hmm. I was just standing in line in the sixth grade before school started and somebody noticed and mm-hmm. everyone started gathering around me mm-hmm. and like laughing. And I can just see, people very close to my face interrogating my face and like getting everybody to come look, you know, come on, everybody come look at this, come look at this. And, you know, maybe in my head I thought, Oh, this is going to be a cool look. Mm. And it was very obvious. Like this is, Mm. this isn't friends being sensitive to you about peeing your pants. This is like, Scott's done something crazy here. Come look at this. And to me too, it wasn't like, Oh yeah, I was trying to do something crazy. And I, and yeah, I was ready for this. No, you're just like, no, I was just I was trying like, something. I wanted to be subtle. Scene. I didn't yeah. want anybody to notice. Yeah. Um, oh, my heart yeah. is fucking breaking. <laughs> so I very much ran to the bathroom before class started and yeah. wiped it off. And I cr- very quickly created this story of like my brother's doing that to me in my sleep to play a prank yeah. on me. I was like, I didn't know my brothers were playing a prank. And everybody was like, oh, ha ha. And everywhere I moved on, obviously. But like, I was like, society told me very quickly don't try that again that is so formative (laughs) right there like this this little this moment of self-expression that you really wanted and was important and playful and totally vulnerable and tender and squishy and then it gets met in like the proximity the closest of people's faces oh that's heartbreaking and it's men and women boys and girls all together yeah you know like all in their own way like girls kind of being like that's not it like yeah we're not impressed this by this. This is why we need gender liberation, yeah, everyone. Someone in sixth grade should not experience this. Yeah, and I think know? for the longest time, the story was, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, that was weird. And now mm. that we're doing all this work these days and I've had You're time to like, revisit it, I was like, gosh, like that's a very interesting moment that instantly got denied. Yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. No, I mean, that that that's such a huge moment. It's like you hold on to that. You're not ever going to... Mm-hmm. To then go and re-engage with makeup, I mean, that's so terrifying then, yeah. you know? Like, that's, there's such now a huge barrier to entry there. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And <sighs> going just in our own, you know, the last three episodes and this thing we're doing these days and sort sort of, like, internalized homophobia or something like that, like, I still have to be honest and say, like, there are things that are very naturally appealing to me about, you know, nail polish or something like that. Right. And, and, and the idea that, Somebody would go, if I wear nail polish, it's like so or many thoughts come now? up from me. Yeah. yeah. But then also even with our group, it's like, oh, am I trying to be something I'm not? Like, no. oh, that's like for queer people. And now you're no, like it's for almost like a cultural appropriation or something like no. that. No, <laughs> queering, queering is for everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but isn't that interesting? I mean, there still is something in me that's like, oh, oh there's I don't so to, much in you. I mean, there's binds within yeah. you yeah. for sure. No, exactly. I mean, you're sixth grade and that happens. Yeah. I'm sure it was, oh, that's so gay. I'm yeah. sure that was in there. Now, uh, now, a way for me to get around that sometimes is like, I'm wearing hot pink shorts. So, like, I do like that. And mm-hmm. that's my one little way of yeah. uh, expressing. I don't like I want to paint your nails clothes. now. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be fun. I don't like gendered clothes. I don't like. I'm not really interested in wearing a dress. Like that's just not something that I, I'm pretty honest with myself. I'm not that interested in, but I do like gender bending style, you know, mm-hmm. like Tyler, the creator's new aesthetic and all of his music videos. Cause he came out the new album yesterday is very gender bendy ish, oh, you know, Tyler and it's the really cool. Is yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, Scott, that's a heavy one to sit with. <laughs> yeah, you were like nice to tell that too. 
What? You were just very sweet and empathetic with, about it. No, I mean, that's, a, that's, that's really, I'm like, <laughs> that's a, that's very formative. Mm-hmm. I feel like, um, I feel like I know more about you through that. Um, and, and there was nobody to go talk to. Like no. I didn't go home and tell my parents. No, I, didn't I, think want them to know. I think that's part of it. I mean, embarrassment. I think that's where shame might come up. Oh, yeah. There it is right there. Shame. shame. Like what's the antidote to shame? It's like vulnerability. It's, yeah. it's, it's bringing it to light. Yeah. And it's like in that situation you go and you hide more mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you have to hide in the bathroom. You have to remove it. And yep. then you have to come back and you have to come up with a lie yeah. that, that, that denies this thing. Yeah. It's like the layers of, of the, the hiddenness of it is yeah. also so much a piece of it. Dang, this is really nice to tell you. I mean, honestly, there's a lot of repair, I think, when you say these types of things out loud and mm-hmm. are able to reflect back on it. Because it is so like interesting with our youth group how it's the opposite. Like so many kids can try on different names and pronouns and looks and styles and, yeah. and we all celebrate it. We're like, oh, yeah. look at you. Yeah. you. You have a new name this week. What's that all about? Oh, wow. We yeah. love that. And, you know. No, and it's this interesting thing of at that place in your life, you had no other, you had no place to go where you could be. And I think this is this interesting bind that I I think I even find myself in, but I think often our youth group kids do is like having a place where you can feel very comfortable having Mm -hmm. that exposed and then going into the other place where that then gets, it's not allowed. Like there's that tension too. Right. Right. At least you have a, a dimension or a zone or a right place. exactly where you can know and you can hold on to that yeah. there is there doesn't need to be this embarrassment yeah but if there but if there is none of that then it's yeah I mean it just continues to feel hidden and just gets tucked away mm-hmm. dang yeah. heavy heart for that really yeah. heavy heart for that yeah um okay another <laughs> embarrassing moment for me this is interesting because you we've now entered because I'm like that one that one feels like like very. I don't know what, what I've formative or very something. formative. Yeah. And I'm like this, this next one for me is really formative. Mm. Um, and I, th- I don't know. Embarrassment is the right word, but also shame comes up for me mm. of, and I, I've been thinking a lot about it. I think there's like a lot of factors that led for me to be in this kind of state, but I was, I had a piano recital. Mm, oh yeah. And, this is one I've heard. And yeah. it was like, I, I wasn't like great at the piano, but I had a piano recital and I don't know why, like I want, and I don't need to know why, I guess, but they called me up yeah. and I was just pe- like terrified all yeah. of a sudden. Yeah. I was just like performance anxiety and like, I can't do it mm. and just sat there. I couldn't even get words out. I was just like, no, Frozen. I just like shook my head and was like, no. And then felt so embarrassed. It was like, <sighs> nice. Mace, and I was just like everyone's looking at me, and it's I was almost in like, counseling the other day. What? It's almost like how it was in counseling a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, it, 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 I think it was in the air at counseling. Yeah. Like, and I was just like, oh my gosh, like everyone's looking at me, and I can't. I have nothing I can do. I can't even say anything. No explanation. I'm frozen. I'm You're not getting frozen. up. You're not leaving. Exactly. And then they were like, okay, we'll come back at the end. And I was terrified the whole time. I'm like, oh. I'm not going to be able to come up at the oh. end. Like. That is not going to oh, happen. Don't, no, no, this isn't going away. I'm not <laughs> this, coming up at the end. This is not like You've now at made it all. worse. And they, at the end, they were like, man, does Macy want to? And I was just like, no, like, please, no. And like, it was, it was so, I, I, the, I, and I think this makes sense for me being unable to perform. Yeah. So embarrassing us, but I was like, I'm incapable for some yeah. reason. I don't know what it was. Yeah. Um, I think my dad was out of town. I think that's a factor. I had like had to start fourth grade the next day, mm. which I like 
was it was a very formative first day of school for me. I was really scared to go to school. I was yeah. just like scared. Um, and it's interesting because later I my I had another piano recital and I had like I was like in fourth grade. So my piano recital, I think I was probably the next one was that winter. So I'm like, what, nine, 10 yeah. years old. Yeah. And I had like full blown temper tantrum, like don't make me do this. Screaming, crying. Yeah. Yeah. Don't make me do this. I did end up having to do it. Oh, and dang. I know. I'm, I'm, it's interesting because my parents are my, it was like a thing between my dad and I, and he's like, I regret making you do that. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's like parents, you don't know what you're doing. Cause I think there's yeah. so much no, of you like, don't. you want, I, you think I, you're doing something good, right? You're like, well, maybe we can redeem this. Yeah. Like maybe it's important to get through this. Yeah. And I think it just like, it wasn't what was, it was like, this is so deep. Like yeah. I was like, I quit piano now because yeah. I don't want to do the recitals. And like, I have a lot of performance anxieties. Like I did tennis for years and wouldn't play matches. Like mm. I was like, I don't want to do just the practice. matches. Just practice, just yeah. practice, just practice. And my parents were like, when are you going to play matches? Like, I don't uh, know. There's how something much you so pure keep. about just wanting to be practicing and having fun. And yeah, it's like, yeah. Now you got to compete. Now, now you like got to have the, some the performance people watching. Exactly. It's the watching. Exactly. So, <sighs> so many things are obviously coming up that we could deep dive. No, like, I know. The origins like, of watching. No, exactly. It's very much. And I think you're right. I think. I think there was a lot of enactments happening yeah. even in that therapy session of the awkwardness mm-hmm. of like. Ugh. Um, and yeah, so that was really embarrassing and that was very formative and shame filled. And like, I think even the lack of knowing, I think that was part of the embarrassment. I'm like, I don't have an explanation for you. Mm -hmm. Like, there's nothing I can say that's going to tell you why I can't do this. Yeah. And the, like the, the, the inability to communicate that was really hard. Yeah. I, I, I would say there's something that you just mentioned that we haven't said that seems so real for embarrassment is that it's like sometimes the accommodation and kindness makes it even worse. Mm-hmm, Cause mm-hmm. I've told you one of mine before it was like this memory of like being on a high dive and I couldn't jump. Yeah. And everybody is in the pool being like, no, you got this. And oh, I'm kind of like, I want to go like, back down. No, and everybody's like, no, we don't need to make a thing of yeah. this. Yeah. We're like, all, we want, we're, we're rooting for you. I'm like, right, don't root for right, me. Right. I want to not do it. I want to yeah. not perform my song. Cause everybody's right. probably with you being like, we'll give you another chance. Exactly, go Mace. And you're exactly. like, no, no, it's not go Mace. It's not encouragement time. It's, 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 it's over. It's, it's over. <laughs> it's yeah. I mean, my mom was really tender with me there. Mm. I know she was very much just like, Oh, Mace, yeah. you know, like this is sad for you. Yeah. Um, and, and I think we ended up having people over for dinner that night and I played my song for them, mm-hmm. which I think was like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, let's do that. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, doing that. Um, but yeah, yeah, that was a big one. That was embarrassing. <laughs> um, should we, I guess we can start to wind down. I know, I'm like, one. you have more? I have one more that's just fun to acknowledge, and this one is more of a funny, because mm-hmm. it wasn't, like, painful, and I was a full-on adult. I have one more funny one, okay. too, so we're good. We can, we did, we, like, sandwiched our, like, very, these clear ones, these ones yeah. that were clearly very important Yes, yes, that's good. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I've, I, everybody knows this, I mentioned a lot, but, like, I grew up in churches, you know, like, and, and then my grandpa's a pastor, my dad's a pastor, and so, like, early on, it was, like, always going to my grandpa's church, and I guess because the pastor's kid life or whatever. It's like, there's always a ton of lingering after church. And yeah. so there's oh, like yeah. getting there early. There's running around during the service. There's finding nooks and crannies and secret hallways. And there's always people talking. And then it's my parents too. Um, 
I just had this memory the other day of like, yeah, if my dad preached, it's like now there's like 500 people at this church and there's always going to the back of the room afterwards and shaking everyone's hand and degreeting mm, them. And, mm. and I'm just waiting. So I'm yeah. like watching that, but I'm also running around all that to say, it's like, and then I work at churches, yeah. you know? So it's like in my dreams, this yeah. is always oh, popping up in a way I'm in a church somewhere and yeah. I'm always wandering. And then all of a sudden there's also this new thing as I'm getting older of speaking in front of churches and people, I'm always speaking and I'm mm-hmm. always getting up. Mm-hmm. So there's like a dream of like getting up and not being ready to give my talk mm-hmm. or like in the dream I'm running around in a church building and I enter a room and all of a sudden everybody's waiting for me to talk. Right. And they're right. like, Oh, you've entered this room. And, and it's like, almost oh. like I was in my childlike play state. And all of a sudden I've entered this room and everybody's like, we're ready. Here's Scott, everybody. And I'm yeah. like, I've got nothing to say. Yeah. I, got, yeah. I did not, I'm not prepared. I'm not prepared for this. And I'm, yeah. there's times where I'm like walking up to a stage trying to think about what I'm going to say in a dream. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I'm like, okay, here I go. I guess hurry up, come up with something, come mm-hmm, up with something mm-hmm, quick, quick, mm-hmm. quick. Um, so there was a time where I went on this trip and it was like, I, I mean, I could not, you could not script this any more poignantly for my dreams. Yeah. And it's, we're going on this sort of mission trip with our families that's up in Canada and we're on a boat ride with all these new people. So mm-hmm. it's like, like probably 50 new people. We're going to join other people at this camp and we're all these like Christian groups who are going to be. This is a dream. No, this is real now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> this you. is real now. This is why it's so crazy. That's yeah. like, I can't believe this is happening. And so on the boat, everybody's like, oh, Scott's a youth pastor. And they're like, oh, we're going to have chapel every morning this week. It'd be really cool if you wanted to give a talk this week. I was like, yeah, let's talk more about that. Like, sure, maybe I'm open. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, chapels. Sure. Um, and so the next morning we wake up, I'm groggy oh, and there's no. this huge chapel. Like, and it's like super cool, like really quirky. How old are you? This is like five years ago. Okay. Okay. My kids are with me. Like, okay. yeah, yeah. Great question. I'm going to clarify that. So I'm like adults. Uh, you know, I'm working at the church or Bethany at the time. Um, and, uh, I've got my kids It's morning and it's like this cool thing that you can tell people have been doing this for 50 years. Like mm-hmm. it's a community of people that just keep coming back to this place and working at this camp mm-hmm. and, and they have like traditions and somebody's bringing out a re- weird little recorder and a little mm-hmm. drum set. And, uh, and it's like these, these scattered little prayers. And it's just like Marissa and I've used this word, like scruffy hospitality. Like mm-hmm. it's all kind of scruffy and authentic and, yeah. And I'm just like, I'm vibing. So yeah. I'm like lost in it. I'm like, this is so cool. And I'm so glad I'm here. And what's this week going to be like? And then this person gets up and goes, well, um, this morning we are so blessed to have Scott Gronholtz with us. And he is going to bring the message this morning. And I was like, what? Uh, <laughs> and I was like, I mean, even as I'm talking about it right now, my oh, whole body like, is panicked. Yeah, I feel it. And I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> and I was like, I almost wanting to cry. I yeah. was like, uh, and it's all these people, families, yeah. and they're all oh. looking over at me and, and, uh, and, and it's like, Marissa goes, Oh no, go ahead, go ahead. And I'm like, I was like, Oh, I never, no, I just misunderstand. I've, I'm, I'm not ready. I don't have anything to say. And everybody's like, no, you got this. And everybody's like, you're a youth pastor. Just, just make something up. And Marissa's like, you can do it. I and mean, she's like nudging me. You got this, you know? And I'm like, I, I, I'm like trying to I'm, say, I'm now panicked. I'm yeah. not, this is not a getting in flow, giving a message. And the woman I was talking to yesterday was like borderline offended. Like, you said you were going to do this. You know? And I was like, I didn't. I oh didn't. No. Oh no. And so, no, I literally got up and just stammered and tried to say something. I, I went back with the story of John Perkins. I also just told the story of yeah. something that happened to me on a youth trip and it, it was redeemable, but I got up there and I was just like red in the face, panicked. Oh. 
I'm like, this is my worst oh. fear come true. That is so stressful. I couldn't believe it was happening. Yeah. And I, now I'm also, I'm like, why we're going to hear from Scott. Why can't people tend to, yeah, that's interesting too. Like, like, oh, I wish everybody, goes, oh, never mind. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow, you know, yeah. but everybody's like, it was like accommodation. Oh, you got this. Don't worry. Oh, Whatever yeah. you say will be great. And yeah. I'm like, I don't. Do it that way. I have right. nothing to say. I, I definitely need to think about this. <laughs> and my kids this. are watching. You know, yeah. I'm like, it was just, yeah. I have sweaty hands thinking about no, it. No, I can see, I can see your body having, oh. I think that's an interesting thing. It's like, I, because you're even having this strong of a physical reaction, tell, retelling it, it's like, I imagine how apparent your yeah. fear was yeah. there. Yeah. And it is interesting for everyone to be like, and this, this feels very, I don't know, American. It feels very like, I don't, I don't know, probably many different ideals, but of mm-hmm. like, a, this is an opportunity for growth for you to push through. Oh yes. And like, Oh, oh yeah. you're embarrassed now, but you're going to be so proud of yourself. Right. That you right. do this. And it's like, well also maybe what if I listen to the fact that I don't feel comfortable doing yeah. this or maybe an assumption that I'm somewhat of a confident Christian leader that does right. this. So no right. worries. You got this. And I'm right. like, I don't, I, I'm, I, I spew I am awkward and anxious. You think I am. Yeah. <laughs> So oh, gosh. gosh, I just like could not believe it happened. I was like, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you, you listen to these dreams or pay attention, you're like, but that would never happen in real life. Like, yeah. there's just no way that that would actually. No, happen. and then it totally did. Yeah. That's so funny. Well, how could I possibly show up to an event where I don't know that I'm the speaker? Yeah. <laughs> it's like it happens. Here it is. Here it is. It's happened. <laughs> no, I'm I, I'm I I feel like also if like I'm like right now, if that were to happen to me, I feel like I'm like because I have this thought, I have like something in my brain I could say about mm-hmm. multiplicity. I'm like, okay, I would maybe okay, but it would depend on the situation. Yeah, no, I mean, people. I think it has made me paranoid. There are times now since then where I am in an event or somewhere. You're like, what would I do in case? Just in case, yeah. I have something in my back pocket. Yeah, no, I feel like that makes sense. <laughs> um, dang. Okay, my last embarrassing story. Yeah. Um. I don't have any adult ones, which I, I am. Don't worry. I still get embarrassed as an adult, but this, <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. It's there. Um, this happened in middle school and I, it's again, I mean, I'm like dang me and performance stuff. Mm-hmm. It makes mm-hmm. sense that this is what would happen, but I was on track and field and some of the context is that I like did the long jump and one of my friends, like I was trying to qualify for whatever the next leg of it. And one of my friends, she and I had the same length that we had jumped and she gave me the spot to qualify because she was like qualified in another event. So she was like, you do this. Mm -hmm. I'm doing my other events. Like we didn't do like a jump off. She just gave it to me. And so I was like, there's this pressure. So that I think adds something of like why this felt so embarrassing or why it stuck with me. But I, you get like three jumps in the long jump. So you like jump and then, you know, you go again, you jump. And it's like, my jumps weren't great. And I was mm-hmm. not, I, I needed, I needed a bigger jump to qualify. It was like very clear. It's like the last jump. And I remember thinking to myself, like, I'm going to run harder than I've ever run in my life. Oh, no. Like, I, oh, no. this <laughs> I, is like, that, that competition <laughs> and bites you sometimes. No, exactly. I'm like, I need to do this. Yeah. You know, like I need to, I need to jump well and uh-huh. I, I'm going to do this. And I, tried to run harder and jump further than I've ever run in my life. And like, like essentially like ran myself into the ground. Kind of How? Like, <laughs> it's hard to describe, but like I think you trip? I, like I essentially trip, but I feel like I didn't trip. I almost just like leaned forward. I think too much at one point. I don't know how, how did you I felt. Scrape yourself but I, it was like, I essentially just like 
tripped just in the spot where you're supposed to jump. And so I like tripped and fell and like rolled into the pit. (laughs) And my, one of my teachers were there and he like made some joke of like, you're safe. Like as if I had like been like rounding out home base. base. Exactly. And I was like, Oh, and I stood up and was just like, okay. And like, just instantly, (laughs) just like so embarrassed. And I just like, booked it to find my mom yeah. and I found my mom in the How bleachers. Sixth grade? Yeah. And I found my mom in the bleachers and just she had seen from far away. She was like, oh honey, I saw. And I just was like broke down sobbing. I was just like, yeah. And was so sad and so embarrassed. And I just sat there crying for a long time. And I remember it was my mom and this other person, Dave, who was like my soccer coach at the time too. And he's like the sweetest person. And they both were just like, it's okay. Do you pee your pants from crying? No. Isn't that interesting? So what is it about laughing that does that? Is it is it like a all is it like an openness or like Do you a, not feel at all like you're going to pee if you laugh too hard no, at all? No. That's so interesting. It's like yeah. always there a little. But crying and laughing feel similar in my body like if yeah. I ever get into like a heavy cry which is very rare. Yeah. But no. Like, you know, like I would just imagine there's sort of some sort of pressure on your bladder and it's like a jostling so like yeah. but what is it about laughing? I don't know. That's I cool. also I also do wonder about AFAB people mm-hmm. because I think that I know that people definitely once they're pregnant, it makes a difference too. Right. No, I, and I'm very aware that yeah. like, I'm like, I'm very aware if I do get pregnant, it will make this thing worse. Mm-hmm. Like this thing that's oh already boy. there, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, that's life. You know, yeah. if you pee your pants, I guess. Dang. Yeah. I think this is the fun thing about stories like this is like now we could really generate a lot of energy around what your story inspires in me. And then we could keep going. Yeah. Um, Yeah. All of a sudden, I have all sorts of stories, but I think we'll have some restraint today. I think we should have restraint. I think that this is something really special of, like, I feel like we, I feel like we've done a really good job of balancing these embarrassing stories that also hold a lot of like, yeah. formation. Like, yeah. I think this is this thing of embarrassment is a very acute emotion and uh-huh. a very acute experience, and it is... It is very, I mean, that thing said painful. And I think there is these moments of them being painful. And yet it's also something that like we in society laugh at embarrassing Mm -hmm. things. And it's like, that's so much a part of it of like laughing at. But it's like, none of mine have anyone laughing at me. Yeah. Which is, but we like are like, what's an embarrassing story? So we can then laugh about it later. I'm like, what's that? Right. True. I mean, that to a certain extent almost enhances the embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Like, cause if I'm telling that story, which I don't think I did cause it was too vulnerable, but if I did about putting eyebrow, what is, what is it? Eyebrow pencil? What yeah, do you call I don't, that? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, and then people being like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe you did that. Right. And then you should have been embarrassed right. and wow, what were you thinking? I'm yeah. like, well, it just confirms everything. Yeah. So like, yeah, bringing up an embarrassing story seems pretty precarious. No, it is. I mean, I'm like, this is listening lab. Yeah. These are all listening lab stories that yeah. could come, you know, like I'm like, that's, that's part of Mesa's grad program. Yeah, everybody. these feel very formative. Yeah. Like each of them, you could really unpack a lot there. Of yeah. Like what what breaks down in that embarrassing moment, and like it feels like acute yeah. again. Like all these different pieces lead to this state. Yeah, of just like, oh. you know, it's like you and the the church thing. It, it's highlighting all kinds of things for you, mm-hmm. like your pressure to be the certain kind of figure. Your family is mm-hmm. there. Your your sense of like, do I am I have enough to say? Yeah. Like, do, will I say the right thing? Like not knowing, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. all of that. It's like those triggers, you know, yeah. cause I, I imagine that to me probably wouldn't be a story. I mean, who's to say, but I, 
it's just, it's like what things are embarrassing for us is also a huge thing of like who we are. Yeah. Um, Dang. It's interesting. Yeah. Speaking, if you think of like Willy Wonka, that first one with like uh, Gene Wilder, you know, there's this character called Slugworth. Mm-hmm. And every time somebody wins the golden ticket or whatever, he, he creeps in from behind and starts whispering to them. Yeah. You never quite yeah. know what he's saying. Yeah. Um, and I just have this image of my grandpa. Hmm. Um, love my grandpa, but like all these adults have an impact on our lives. Right. Anytime he would see me speaking anywhere as I got older, hmm. he would creep up behind afterwards and he'd always be like, you were mumbling. You mumbled up there. You have to articulate your words. I mm. I couldn't understand. I had the I didn't have the foggiest idea of what you were saying up there. And I'm oh, like, oh, that is hard. So conscious. I was probably stammering because I was nervous. You know. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh dang! Like, that now hurts. I get up there with that voice in my head. I'm like, enunciate your words. Yeah. And is dang. Grandpa gonna find me afterwards and tell me that I didn't do a good job? <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I mean, then that's the thing. that's like he's. He's, it's like this thing that's wrapped up and like it's wrapped up in love. It's mm-hmm. like wanting, you know, it's wrapped mm-hmm. up in conviction and mm-hmm. all these things. But it is. It's like, dang, that yeah. that shapes. That's that's something right that's there. Something. Huge. Dang. Yeah, probably a little bit more shame there, right? Mm-hmm. That embarrassment. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, everybody, thanks for listening. Yeah, this has been embarrassment. The no small thing version. The no small thing version. I hope that the treatment. No small thing made treatment. you talk to think to yourself or talk to other people about what's. What are your embarrassing moments? Yeah, honestly, we didn't have that time or that capacity this week to like Ask really go hard on our stories. Yeah. yeah. So like if you want to send an embarrassing story to our email, no small thing podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. or send us a DM. Or be on Patreon and be on the Discord. Yeah. That. Share so some embarrassing stories. Share We'd some love embarrassing it. stories with us. Um yeah, maybe maybe even if even if our next episode isn't embarrassment, we could still read it on air. Yeah, that's fun. actually true. We could yeah. be like throwback. We did that. Yeah. Well, anyways, everybody, next week our episode is going to be a conversation with a Sean Crawley, one of our favorite people, about Lil Nas X and Montero. Yep. So I guess actually that will just kind of continue the it will. Queer it's like intersectional embarrassment adjacent. in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we hope you check that out. I mean, actually, we'll probably be posting on our stories because this will be a live episode that's yeah. going to be part of Queer Youth of Faith Day on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's through Beloved Arise. If you care to notice, I guess I should be announcing it. Um, uh, it we've we started something called Queer Youth of Faith Day, and this is going to be every year indefinitely now. This will be the second one, and we're trying to treat it like an online festival this year. So mm-hmm. on that day, there'll be all sorts of different things people can attend and check out. And in theory, if all the schedules align, I, I will be doing a live interview with Ashan that mm-hmm. will obviously share with you on the pod on Monday. But if you want to check out the live version, we'll probably post a yeah, we can link, link it or to something. It. Y'all there we it love is. You. Hope you enjoyed this conversation. See you next week. Have fun, yeah. everybody. Seattleites. Uh, hopefully you stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. Okay. Bye.